You're listening to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, Episode 67, with Master Certified Life and Weight Loss Coach, Paige Bowman. Welcome to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, the weekly podcast for coaches who are growing their coaching business and on their weight loss journey. Each week, we'll be tackling why weight loss feels hard and how to make hitting your weight loss goal the simplest thing you do all day. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we're talking about how to have a shameless weight loss journey. Y'all, it's possible, and we are going to talk about it today. We are on a beautiful walking trail. It's my favorite one. I'll share a picture with you on my Instagram at Life Coach Page B of what my view looks like when you go and listen to this episode. Go check out my Instagram and you'll see what my view looks like when I walk and talk with you. And also, it's like 79 degrees out, outside. It's late March. It's basically turned into late spring, early summer for where I live in Georgia. This is pretty typical. And although it's nice, it means we have really long, hot summers. So it's great and also not. It's the 50-50 of weather here in Georgia. And I wanted to get outside because it's so nice, but not too high yet. So we're doing a walking podcast talking about how to have a shameless weight loss journey. And what's so great is I just got some really good coaching about something that is helpful in the conversation we're going to have today. So I'll share with that in a second. But first, I wanted to start off with why even bother, right? Why even try to have a shameless weight loss journey? And it might seem like a silly question because you're like, well, obviously I don't want to feel shame on my weight loss journey, but it's going to take some work. It's going to take some effort to remove the shame. That's going to take some you thinking about it and being intentional. So why bother putting the effort to do so? Because it's your one life. Why not do everything you can to drop the shame from your game? I don't know what I decided to name this podcast, but that's one of my ideas. Drop the shame from your weight loss game. Maybe I did name it that. We'll see when it drops. But why not? If this is what you've chosen to work on in your life right now is to lose weight, or maybe it's the thing that you have been working on for years and years, and you're wanting to finally hit your goal and you want to, you're wanting to for the last time, why not also just put in a little bit of specific effort towards removing the shame from your journey? Because my friends, what will happen is if you drop the shame. If you do the work, we'll talk about a few things today. If you do the work of dropping the shame, you're much more likely to do the actual work it takes to lose weight and keep it off like the really deep stuff. And I don't want to say really deep stuff in the sense of you got to dig deep to be able to lose weight for good. But the under the surface stuff, this is what I coach my clients on. Once I get them to do the basics and they're planning out their food, they're following the plan, allowing urges, listening to their body and their hunger scale, then we go to why are we eating? 
Why are we using food for entertainment? Why aren't we feeling our emotions? And when you drop shame, you're a lot more likely to do that work because what shame does is it stops you from looking at that stuff. It's like telling you there's something wrong with you and it hides you from doing the under the surface stuff. So instead you do the diets or you do the the exercise programs because shame isn't letting you go deeper than that. So because you have the one life, why not? And because it'll make losing weight and keeping it off that much easier. Okay. Super squirrel side note. (laughs) I'm on this walking trail and I come on different days every time I come and A guy passed me last week, an older gentleman who was slowly walking as I am, and he commented that I talk too much. (laughs) And I was like, what? I'm just on my phone. I mean, for all he knows, I'm just talking on the phone, which I am to you all. And I just let it slide, you know, let it go. And then I just saw him and he looked at me and pointed and smiled. And I thought, oh, he's probably seen me before on one of my many times of recording the podcast. And every time I'm on my phone, he could be correct. Maybe I do talk too much. Not too much, but I, do, I love talking to you all on my walks. And it takes a solid 30, 45 minutes to an hour. Anyway, that's so funny. I thought I would share that with you all. Okay, so back to, back to business. First things first. And this is where I actually got some coaching today that was very helpful as I was thinking about talking to you about this today. And that is, you got to believe it's possible. We got to start with, it's possible to have a shameless weight loss journey. It's possible for me to go about losing weight without shooting myself or looking down upon myself or letting other people's opinions make me think those things about myself. It's totally possible for me to have a shameless weight loss journey, to drop the shame from my weight loss game. And here's where my coaching came in. So I'll share with you a little bit about that. It's Saturday and I had my whole day planned out. I was going to do some business work and then eat a quick lunch and go drive to the walking trail, record this podcast with you, talk to you, my friends. And And then I was going to run some errands, get coached, and then do my taxes. It is tax time. I have not done my taxes yet. (laughs) And then cook dinner. We're going to have a special dinner date night, my husband and I. Well, it rained today. It rained this afternoon. And then I got super tired. I stayed up late last night. I didn't get my full nine hours of sleep. Yes, I need nine hours of sleep. (laughs) No, don't come for me. No shame in my sleep game, friends. So I was tired and it rained and I was like, well, I guess nothing's going to go the way I think it is. Just forget it all. And after doing some business work, I was just twiddling my thumbs. I was like, what am I doing? I don't know what to do now. I don't know how to spend the rest of my day. So I got on the coaching call and I told her, can you help me? I do this sometimes where... I have a plan for the day. And if something changes, even if it's not me, even if it's outside of my control, I feel like, I think I'm going to use a saying correctly. I throw the baby out with the (laughs) bathwater, meaning 
I'm like, forget it. None of my schedule still works. None of the things I had planned, I can't do any of them now because, well, it rained. And we were kind of laughing about it when I said it out loud. I realized how kind of silly I can say that to myself, how kind of silly that sounded. But I was like, seriously, this is how I feel. Can you help me? These are my thoughts. Help me out. And when I get coached, and this is what I say to my clients, I take my coach hat off. I'm here. I'm being super vulnerable and open. Help me. I'm not trying to coach myself here. I'm just sharing with you what my thoughts are. Help me. And so what we got to is, follow me along here, I want to have a balanced, relaxed, and productive weekend. But what I do is I kind of fill it with all these productive tasks, and I don't give myself margin and relaxation time on the weekends, especially when my thought is I have to get all of these things done around the house or for the household. And so when something changes, it throws my super productive schedule out of balance, especially since I didn't give myself any margin for error. And I get upset that I can't be as productive as I want to be. Da, 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 da. But my real goal is to have a relaxed and productive weekend. And that's what we came to. I was twiddling my thumbs, but I was actually resting. I took a little nap, but I was judging myself for it because I wasn't being as productive. And so what she helped me see is I do want to be productive. And we talked about, you know, not throwing my calendar out just because something changed. But what was underneath that is I want to have a relaxing and productive weekend. I don't actually want to have to check all these things off on my list and that that's possible. Because where I was before the call was, that's not possible. I have to pack my weekend. I'm not allowed to relax. I have to get all these things done. And if I can't get them done, I'm a failure. And I start shaming myself. And then I don't get any of it done. And then I shame myself for that. It's a whole spiral. (laughs) You feel me? So what we came to is, okay, the actual issue here is, I want a balanced weekend full of relaxation and being productive, getting things done around the house. And the reason I'm not planning my day out like that, my weekend out like that, is because I don't think that's possible. I don't think I can do that. Like, really, she asked me what's coming up for you when we talked about it. And I was like, I really need to sit with, it's possible for me, Paige, to have a balanced weekend that it doesn't have to be one or the other Either I do nothing and just watch TV or just lay in bed all day, all weekend, or I'm super productive and rigid with my schedule. It's always been either or. And I just had to sit there, and that's how we ended the coaching conversation, and just consider that it's possible that I have a balanced weekend. So as you can see, under the surface... There's an underlying issue that's causing my surface issues, right? Of the all or nothing thinking around my schedule. Underneath that is believing I can't have what I want, right? And so when something happens, it's way more tragic than if I believed I could have what I want. And then the circumstance changes and I'm like, well, this is fine because I know how to have a balanced weekend. I know how to have the kind of schedule I want. So In that, I want you to consider 
where could shame be a part of the reason why you're having surface issues? I see this a lot with my clients where we work on something like they're not planning their food, especially y'all, especially with the three steps. Go to episode five where I talk about the three super simple steps, write your food down. Well, actually it's make a plan ahead of time, make a food plan ahead of time, write your food down, write that plan down, and then follow the plan. And a lot of times when my clients aren't, they don't follow the plan or they don't write it down. That's a surface issue. And what we usually find, not usually, but some of the times what we find is it's because they're judging themselves for what they're eating. So they don't want to write it down. That's a big one. Or they're shaming themselves for not having followed the plan. So then they don't want to write it down and not follow it and then shame themselves for it the next day. Those are just two examples of underlying the surface issue of not planning and not writing it down and not following it. And underneath that, there being a bunch of shame and self-judgment that's creating the issue and making it a really big deal. So I think I've sold you on why it would be super beneficial to work on dropping shame from your weight loss game and how shame could be sneakily underneath some of what's making weight loss hard, right? Just like we said with the three steps. So let's just sit in the possibility that you could have a shameless weight loss journey. Because I'm going to tell you about two things you can do to start working on it. But when I really thought about this podcast, I thought, you know what? We just need to sit in the idea that it's totally possible that a human being, let alone yourself, right? This is what I think about for me, that someone out there could have a balanced, relaxing and productive weekend. Okay, I could see that's possible. And then considering that to be possible for me. And here's what I'm going to offer to you. It's 1000% possible. You could be losing weight and feeling things like curiosity, capability, love and joy, interest, intrigue, accomplished. Those could be your top emotions. I've seen it done. I've experienced it myself. So I just want you to really sit in that. Maybe I haven't done powerful questions in a while. I realize, but that could be one of your powerful questions for today. What could it look like if Paige is right that it's possible that I could have a shame-free weight loss journey? What might that look like for me? Okay, so we've sat in possibility. I shared with you why it's important, right? You have one life, why not? And it could make your journey that much more effective by dropping the shame. So now let's go into the first of the two things I want to share with you of the how. How? I get this all the time with my clients. Paige, how? (laughs) I understand. You've coached me. I'm there. I get it. Now how? (laughs) How do I change that belief? Or how do I start doing that thing or stop doing that thing? How? (laughs) So let's talk about how. The first thing that I would offer to you as a way to start dropping shame from your game is this idea, and this is an action you can take, that anything that you haven't figured out yet becomes a learning opportunity. You make it a learning opportunity. 
I think that once I open your eyes to this, it'll be so easy for you to implement it because I feel like a requirement of being a life coach is loving to learn. And I think that's an entrepreneur thing too, right? We just love to learn. We love to learn how to better take care of our clients and help them better market, better run our business. We just, we love to learn. (laughs) So this mindset of anything on my weight loss journey is my opportunity to learn. I like to think about it. Jodi Moore, she is a, an awesome weight loss coach. And she teaches this idea that you have all of these college courses that you'll be going through in your life. <laughs> like life is just this conglomeration of college courses that you got to go through. Like in this season of my life, I need to work on money. In this season of my life, I need to work on my marriage and being less selfish in my marriage. In this season of my life, this is my college course. I love it. So really, if you think about anything is your opportunity to learn, I mean, that will make life a lot more fun. And I think that's why Jody teaches that. So I want you to consider thinking about that specifically for like weight loss, right? I just have these classes within my weight loss journey, right? If my degree, my diploma is getting to my goal. Oh, I like this. I've never thought about it like this before. <laughs> this is so good. If the diploma is me at my goal, there's going to be different courses, right? Labs, things I, I work on throughout my degree. And it's all a learning opportunity. Never or not having figured something out yet to get to the goal doesn't mean there's something wrong with me or I'm not a good enough human or, or I'm not adequate or capable enough. I'm not worthy enough. No, it just means I haven't taken that course yet. Or maybe I need a tutor to help me with that course. This is such a good metaphor. <laughs> As I say it, I'm like, this is so genius. You're hearing all of it new out of straight from my brain. <laughs> ah, these walking podcasts are the best. So, but really imagine if you thought everything I'm learning on this journey is really me just learning something new or relearning something in this area, right? I say this a lot when you all think about being a coach or being a business owner. And I think the episode that comes out right before this talks about this. You have some amazing skills and beliefs and mindsets that helped you to get to where you are. And what I share in that is the skill of how to transition that to your weight loss journey. And something I specify in that is not that you should already be doing that or know how, but in the episode, I talk about how you can moving forward. So really in that episode, we're also talking about dropping the shame and not shooting yourself or judging yourself. But if everything is a learning opportunity and you're not judging yourself or shaming yourself for not having figured it out yet, then you can work on the three steps and figure out why you're not doing them or what's making it seem difficult because that's your college course, not because there's something wrong with you. Or you can think about, oh, why am I so good at coaching my clients and helping them see possibility? And what about my beliefs in them makes that a no-brainer for me? And now I want to start applying that to my weight loss journey and I'm going to learn how because it's a learning opportunity, not because you should already know how to do that or there's something wrong with you. So you can see how if you'd really take this mindset and take action from this mindset, 
everything you do to lose weight and then to maintain it is a learning opportunity and never means anything about you or your worth or your value or your adequacy. I say that one because that's one I have to work on is feeling capable and competent and adequate. And then you get to just do the things and learn the things and lose weight or hit a standstill and evaluate and get curious. And it's not a big deal because this is your current college course and your <laughs> journey to get the diploma to get your, to your goal. And it's not heavy and full of pressure, right? And here's the other thing I just want to offer to you. And I'm going to give some examples, but what makes this also a lot easier is the love paradox, which I'll link that episode in the show notes. Because if you can love where you are, even if you've decided to change, right, that's the paradox is I don't have to be discontent with where I am to want to change. I can love where I am and want to change. And in fact, that love that I feel for myself now is actually a great fuel to help me in my endeavor to change. So really working that belief as well makes letting anything be a learning opportunity because if you love where you are now, you won't be trying to hurry up and change out of discontent and shame and dislike. You'll be motivated to get going because of how much fun you're having and because it's all a learning opportunity. And I'll just be super honest with you all. I am my own example of that, or I am your example of that when it comes to money. That's something I really had to work on is being okay with how I am with money right now, knowing that I'm doing the work to make the changes. I've hired someone. I'm committed. I'm showing up. I'm open. I'm coachable. But if I sit there and try to tell myself, oh, you're not good at this. You need to hurry up and get better or the world's going to end. It's going to feel like a very restricting, pressured journey to work on my money beliefs and my relationship with money. So I'm currently working that mindset of, okay, how I am right now is okay. We're, you know, we're doing okay, really truthfully. And I've been surviving this way, thinking about money up to this point. I'm okay. I've got me. And in fact, I've actually done my best to take care of myself up to this point. Now I want to change. I want to make that change so that I have a different relationship with money. And this is my college course. And then it's an open and abundant and interesting and full of curiosity kind of journey where I get to learn and experience this new level of thinking and feeling when it comes to money, which also is affecting other areas of my life, of course. Okay, so I'm going to share with you two examples of what this might look like on either side with shame and without shame on your weight loss journey. So let's say you're working on allowing urges or cravings or desires. I think I do have an episode of the podcast about that urges and cravings, whatever you call it, right? The thing that that gets you to get up and go to the kitchen to eat those marshmallows <laughs> that let's say you're working on allowing those instead of giving into them or resisting them. So when I say allowing, I mean, 
recognizing that it's an urge, it's a craving, it's a desire. It's not actually on your plan. So instead of going to the kitchen and giving into it or resisting it and distracting yourself, when I say allowing, what I mean is really sitting with that emotion and allowing it to pass through your body and letting it go. So let's say that's your work right now. You're working on allowing urges and cravings. When you are full of shame, or really, I don't even want to say full of shame, but the shame is there. It's like it's in your backpack. You're carrying it around with you on your way to class. Okay. I'm taking this this metaphor so far. It's so fun. You might be thinking when you're struggling, because it's take some practice, take some learning to allow urges. That was the one that took me the most amount of time and practice was allowing urges on my journey. If you've got shame, if it's coming with you, you'll be thinking things like, I'm not smart enough to figure this out. Or I'm smart and I can't figure this out. So there must be something wrong with me. And then you'll probably stop focusing on it, on it as much because it then brings up all these negative emotions for you, which then of course you stay stuck or you give up, right? It's so, it's like the micro quitting, but it's because of the shame, not because you're not disciplined or you're not committed, but straight, I just, I wouldn't underestimate how strongly shame affects us. And that's why I wanted to put this episode on the podcast because it really does, it does some work on us. It gets us to do things and to stop doing things and we don't realize it's happening. So if you've got shame and you're not, you haven't dropped shame from your weight loss game, you might be thinking, I'm not smart enough or there's something wrong with me. Whereas if you're struggling and you're, you keep not noticing it's an urge and you give into it or you resist it and you're like, dang it. If you dropped shame from your weight loss game, you might be thinking something like, okay, I'm learning how to listen to my brain in a way I never have before. I'm learning how to watch myself and in a way I never have before. Of course, I haven't been doing this for the last 30 something years. So this is a brand new skill for me. Maybe let's see if there's a way I can break this down even more to make it easier to work on this. Boom, learning opportunity. You see the difference? Like if I'm, I remember working on the urge thought. So there's the urge feeling, right? That urge to literally get up out of your chair and go to the kitchen. And there's the urge thought that you think that creates the urge. So one of mine back in the day was, it's no big deal. It's just a cookie. It's just some chips. It's not a big deal. And that one was so sneaky. It was so quiet and it was so dang believable. (laughs) And it took me forever to be able to catch that one and see that it was an urge and not just the truth of the universe (laughs) that it's not a big deal to eat chips when I'm not hungry or instead of the apple I was going to eat. But I remember doing the work and saying, okay, I'm not catching this one before it happens, but I'm learning. How can I make it way more obvious that I'm having an urge thought? And then I broke it down and I got even better at noticing my urge thoughts. Okay, so that's example number one. Example number two, you are, let's say you're 20 pounds over your goal weight. And you haven't dropped shame from your weight loss game yet. You might be thinking, I shouldn't be in a bigger body because it's frowned upon. And the fact that I am, I mean, there's, there's something wrong with me. 
very much an opposite of love paradox kind of mindset, right? There's something wrong with me because I'm over my, my own personal weight loss goal. It's a problem, right? I get a lot of that with my clients, what society has to say, what other people have to say about it, which is why I've done a couple of podcasts on that, right? Body thoughts, other people's opinions, etc. But when you haven't dropped shame from your game and that's sneakily there, even if you don't notice it, it might have you be thinking things like that, which makes it so uncomfortable to be in your own body because you're shaming yourself for it. So if it's all a learning opportunity in this very same example, you're 20 pounds over your weight loss goal. You could think, all right, I have an amazing body. It's working wonders. It's literally keeping me alive and running right now. And I'm working to change it according to my desire to be in a smaller body. So I hope hearing me say these two examples out loud and the differences, my goal for you is that it'll help you point out where shame might be lurking in your weight loss journey, right? You can hear how it sounds. You can see what it'll have you do. It'll have you give up. It'll have you talk to yourself like you should be able to figure this out. There's something wrong with you, right? These kinds of things are triggers or the way I think about it is they trigger an alarm in my mind to say, hang on, is that shame? Is it lurking? So my goal is to drop shame from my weight loss game. If you re-listen to this, drink water every time I say that. Okay, so the second thing I want you to work on to drop shame from your weight loss game is to consider this new mantra every single day. Think it, practice it, make it your own. And that is, I'm worthy, valuable, capable, adequate, fill in your word right now. This is a key mindset to dropping shame from your weight loss game is being whole now, being worthy. A big one, like I said earlier for me, is capable and adequate now that nothing I do will change that, right? Like seriously, consider this. I'm going to say it. Even losing 25 pounds does not make you more worthy or valuable. Yep. that's a toughie (laughs) because we think it does a lot of times that's why we want to lose weight or make more money or find a partner because then we'll know we're whole and we're valuable and we're worthy but that's just not true maybe there's a podcast another episode I need to do (laughs) it's just not true and so letting that lurk that idea that I'm not and I will be when I get there you're definitely going to have shame in your backpack carrying that to every single class. Now, real quick, I'm not a fan of affirmations or mantras in the sense of just saying them and not believing them. So consider this as a powerful question as well. And I'm going to trust you to remember these throughout the episode. This is your second one. How could it be true that I am whole right now? If it were true, if I were going to consider what Paige said on the podcast, that I am worthy and valuable and capable and adequate right now without changing anything, or even if I were to change things, I still am. If that were true, what would that look like? How could that be true? Like really just 
mine your own brain for some information. What do you know about how the world works and how humans work? Does it make you more valuable as a human being when you change your weight? Really ask yourself that question. And maybe you'll find that there's something you're believing underneath some surface thoughts, some deeper beliefs that you want to take a look at. Maybe I do believe that smaller bodies are better and that those people are more valuable. And maybe that's a question, that's a thought or a belief that I really want to question. Who gave me that? And I'll tell you, it's, you're going to hear it on the podcast. I have coached people in the sense of we coach together, right? I didn't tell them, but I coached them on things like this. And they decided not to lose weight anymore. They found that the reason they wanted to lose weight was because of this underlying belief that they would be more whole. And when they realized that wasn't true, they were like, hang on, I actually like my body the way it is. I actually don't want to change that. I want to work on other things. That's happened a few times, like a good, good many number of times. So here's your reminder that if you're losing weight because you'll be more valuable and worthy on the other side, here's your opportunity to pause and check in, right? This is again, where we go back to love paradox. What we want you to do is believe you're whole and worthy right now. And then do you want to keep losing weight? Then do you want to work on things like under feeling and overeating? Cause if so, let's go, let's get that diploma. That's what I did. I'm doing that with money. I've done that with marriage. I've worked on things, not because I would be better on the other side, but because that's the college class I decided to take. That's the diploma I wanted. And lastly, here's what I'll say is this mantra, right? The other, the other reason I'm not a huge fan of affirmations or mantras, unless you're really taking the time to believe them, right? Consider they're possibly true is because it sometimes it can feel like it's just covering up things like trying to make you feel better about something that's not great. So here's a side note about this daily mantra, because I do want you to say it. I do want you to consider it being true. I do want you to really sit in that possibility that you are whole right now. But what I want you to know is the goal isn't to take away from the 50 50 of the weight loss experience. 50% negative, 50% positive, right? This is my belief about life. When you've got a circumstance in your life, like the rain, there's going to be the positive and negative that I'm going to be thinking and feeling about it. So I'm going to think, you know, either this is great or this is terrible, or maybe a little bit of both because I'm a human who has all these rainbows, <laughs> this rainbow of emotions, this rainbow of thoughts, which gives me the opportunity to think, positive and negative things about the different circumstances of life. So your weight loss journey is going to be 50 50. I think I have a podcast on that actually an episode. If so, I will link it in the show notes and linking all my own podcasts in the show notes. I just, I love it so much, but the idea is it's going to be negative and positive, not because losing weight is negative or positive, but because you're a human who has all these different kinds of thoughts and feelings and they're going to be sometimes negative, sometimes positive. The goal is not to make that go away. So the goal of this saying this mantra, I am whole right now, I'm valuable right now. It's not to 
get you to being positive Patty. The goal is to believe the truth, which is that you are whole and right now so that we can drop the shame from your weight loss game. So now you can go about learning and experiencing the 50-50 of weight loss because sometimes it will be difficult. Sometimes you will feel disappointed. Sometimes you will feel uncertain, right? There is a whole 50% negative side of the experience. We're not trying to make that go away. That's part of being human. In fact, a lot of times that's why we're overeating in the first place is because we don't want to experience the negative side of life. We don't want to make that go away. In fact, losing weight, doing this work with weight loss could be a great way to get good at letting the 50% negative side of life be there, right? The fact that sometimes you do think these negative kind of thoughts and feel those negative kind of feelings and that's okay. So the mantra isn't to make all that go away. The mantra is to remind yourself of the truth of the matter, which is you're valuable right now. That's never going to change. So then your weight loss journey isn't making you more valuable or worthy. It just gets to be a learning opportunity. Boom. You see how that all that comes back together? (laughs) You are ready to go on dropping shame from your weight loss game. Remember, believing it's possible. This is something you want to do. You want to put in the intention and the effort to have a shameless weight loss journey. And you've got a couple of powerful questions to consider. Number one, that it's a mindset that anything I work on on my weight loss journey is a learning opportunity. And it means nothing about me as a human. And to remember this daily mantra, I am whole, valuable, worthy as I am right now. That's not changing. Period. All right, you all, that is it for our walking podcast today. I hope you had a nice walk. Do you walk with me? Come tell me on Instagram at lifecoachpageb. Send me a message and let me know. Do you walk with me while I walk on my walking podcast? That'd be, it'd be so fun to know. All right, go ahead and share this episode and leave a rating and a review. It is the best way to support the podcast because it gets it in the hands of so many other people who would benefit so much from learning things like how to drop shame from their weight loss game. And if you want help doing that permanently, right? You're not going to be perfect, but there is a way to really decrease the amount of shame you feel when you're losing weight almost to nil or null. (laughs) We can work together on that. Get you to your goal, lose 25 pounds and drop shame. If that's you and you're ready, go to pagewoman.com slash services and book your console call. That's your next step. Or you can always send me a message on Instagram at lifecoachpageb and we'll set up a console call together. All right, you all until next time. Have a great week. Bye.